Welcome to the College and Career Ready Podcast, your go-to resource for all things related to preparing our students for success in their college and career journey. My name is Sonia Cacique, and I will be your host and guide on this exciting journey towards a bright future. Our mission is simple, to empower our parents and students by elevating their confidence and resourcefulness. We believe that you deserve all the tools and support necessary to open the doors to endless possibilities of success. And with our community, you don't have to do this alone. So come with me and let's get started. Welcome to the College and Career Ready Podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Cacique. Today, we're going to dive into a critical subject, depression screening in teens. So I want to imagine that you and I are sitting at your favorite coffee shop, whichever that is, and we're just having a heart-to-heart conversation about depression screening in our teens. So October 5th is National Depression Screening Day, and I think it was crucial for us to have this conversation because it is very important that as parents, we know what those signs that we should be looking out for. So this solo episode is dedicated to raising awareness and providing valuable information to help you understand the importance of early detection and intervention with your teen. So let me set the stage. Depression is a complex and very often misunderstood mental health condition that affects people of all ages. But it can be particularly challenging for teenagers who are navigating the ups and downs of adolescence. So before we we dive into the topic of depression screening in in our teens, let's let's start by discussing why it's so crucial for us to have this conversation today. So let's talk a little bit about statistics. According to the World Health Organization, depression is one of the leading causes of illness and disability among adolescents worldwide. Just in the United States alone, approximately 3.2 million adolescents ages 12 to 17 had at least one major depressive episode in 2020 according to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. These numbers, my friend, highlight the urgent need for effective screening and support mechanisms for our teens. So let's understand teen depression. To effectively address teen depression, we must first understand what it is and how it manifests in teenagers. I know this can be especially difficult for parents who have not experienced depression before themselves. If you do, then I'm sure you can relate. But if you haven't, then this is why this topic is especially more important for you. So let's just give a little bit of a definition. Teen depression is not just a phase or a simple case of, quote unquote, the blues. It's a serious medical condition, and it's characterized by a persistent feeling of sadness, hopelessness, and a lack of interest or pleasure in activities that the teenager used to love and enjoy before. 
I personally have had this experience myself. I was in elementary school, and I remember that was one of my first depressive episodes that I had. And I remember going to party, all right? So this is a family party where everybody should be happy and excited and and fun and engaging. And I couldn't feel the happiness. And, And I don't even really have a reason why I was feeling depressed or sad. Looking back, it was depression because it was it was a sadness that I couldn't even describe. And I remember mentally like talking to myself and thinking, why do I feel this way? Like I am I am at a party. I'm surrounded by friends. Everybody's happy. I really didn't have anything in particular to pinpoint why I was feeling the way I did. But I did. And I remember feeling alone, withdrawn sad, and this pressure on my chest that really questioned, why was I different? Why was I feeling different than everybody else in in that environment and in that party? So fast forward over the years, uh, I did have a couple of other depressive episodes. And now, man, I'm very happy to say it's been years since that has happened, since my last episode, like years. But it wasn't until I was an adult that I recognized the symptoms and I recognized when to find help, when to find support. I I recognized some of the, the screening signs. And as a matter of fact, I have had conversations and text messages that I have sent out to my very close friends, just giving them a heads up like, hey, if you ever see or feel that something's just not right, like I'm withdrawn. I mean, I'm very social. I'm very active and happy and out in the community that if they ever see or feel that something is wrong, they have that feeling that something's not right. I've given them permission to come and knock on my door. Again, just because I know it's it has happened in the, in the past, of course, it's been many years, but because of my family history and genetics, which we'll talk about that in a minute, plays a huge or can play a role in, in depression. I just want to make sure that I have my support in my community that is always watching out for me in case that was to happen again. So I wanted to share that little experience with you again for for you, my friend, in case you have not experienced depression before, so you understand a little bit from from my personal experience what that looks like and how that feels. But other common symptoms include changes in appetite, sleep patterns, difficulty concentrating, irritability, and even thoughts of self-harm or suicide. So causes. Um, The causes of teen depression are multifaceted and can include, as I mentioned earlier, genetic factors. So if you know that there's a predisposition for um, depression in your family, then openly talk about that with, with your teenagers, with your family, and just let them know that it is something that has has happened in the past in other family members, just so they're aware of the symptoms as well. 
Chemical imbalances in the brain is another cause um, of depression, traumatic experiences, and environmental stressors. And remember, it doesn't mean that all of these have to happen at the same time. It could just be one cause. So for me, I again, as I mentioned earlier, I know it was a genetic factor and also environmental stressors. Um, I, I've mentioned this in other episodes before, how I suffered with anxiety during my childhood years and, and teenage years as well. And it wasn't again until I became an adult that I started seeking resources and really building my toolbox. So should I ever encounter stress or anxiety or, or hopefully not a depressive state, I have tools and resources. But it is essential to remember that depression is not the fault of the individual experiencing it. Please do not tell your teen, snap out of it, or it shall pass. It's a complex interplay of various factors. So please note that it is very, very essential for us to remember that depression is not the fault of the individual. The importance of screening. So early detection of teen depression is critical for several reasons. Two that I want to share with you. One, that it can be a hidden suffering. Uh, there were times in my life that I that I hid it. And, and thankfully, other times where I was a little bit more open about it. Unfortunately, I did have to remember who I was sharing it with because, again, there's some, you know, family members that might not understand because they've never gone through it, but hopefully we can have open conversations within our families so our teenagers can feel comfortable in coming to us and that they know that they're going to be heard and validated. Um, the second thing is the impact on developments, just on the on the development of the teenager. So going back to what I mentioned about hidden suffering, Many teenagers suffering from depression may try to hide their feelings or dismiss them as normal adolescent mood swings. This can lead to prolonged suffering and hinder their academic, social, and personal development. So we definitely don't want to delay delay that any much longer. The impact on it on the individual's development, if depression is untreated, it can have a long-lasting effect on their development affecting their self-esteem, academic performance, and relationships. So identifying and addressing depression early can prevent these negative consequences. And like I mentioned on my personal story, the resources weren't there. I don't think it was such an open conversation. And my parents were not as um, knowledgeable or aware on how to how to screen for depression and how to help. So it wasn't until... I would say probably in the last 10 to 15 years that I became more aware of how to um, better support myself. So please, my friend, please find help for your teen if you feel that they may be in a depressive state, okay? So let's talk about screening tools. How do we go about screening for depression in teenagers? Fortunately, there are reliable tools and methods available, and we're going to talk about a couple of them. Mental health professionals are key in this process. They often use standardized questionnaires to assess teen depression. These questionnaires can help identify common symptoms and gauge the severity of the condition. 
There are also school-based programs. Many schools are implementing mental health programs that include oppression screening as part of their student wellness initiatives. And these programs aim to provide support to struggling students and connect them with appropriate resources. So reach out to your school, reach out to your school counselor and ask them what programs they are currently offering at your teenager's um, school and be informed about what they are and how you can use those services. Signs and communication. So while professionals play a crucial role in depression screening, you, my friend, you can also make a significant impact. Make it part of your normal conversation. As a friend once told me, she explained mental health to her little girl as having a stomach ache. Your tummy just hurts, right? When you have a stomach and you don't feel well. So what do we do when we have a stomach ache? Well, it's important to find why our tummy hurts and how to seek help. That is the same with mental health. It is a mental, physical, or spiritual pain that just doesn't go away. So demonstrate as a parent how to talk about your feelings, make it common practice to seek out mental health counselors and therapists so your teen is familiar with a therapist or a counselor already, that there is someone there that can help them when they are mentally not feeling well. I have made that a common practice in my own home. As a matter of fact, Everyone in our family, including my husband, at least once, if not more, has visited counselor or therapist. We have visited our counselor individually and um, as a family as well. We love and adore our family counselor. And more importantly, she makes us feel safe in a non-judgmental space. And we have grown closer as a family, uh, spiritually, individually, personally, I mean, it has been a win-win for all of us. And again, it's it's been more of a common practice, not, ne- not necessarily because we have any big issue that we are trying to resolve, but I want it to be common practice. I want them to, I want every single person in my family to feel comfortable in talking to someone, even about normal day-to-day uh, things that happen in our in our lives. So I do want to add, my friend, that finding that right counselor or therapist is going to be almost like dating. You might have to date for a bit until you find the perfect match. But please, please don't give up. And the last recommendation in regards to finding a counselor or a therapist is seek one for yourself first. If there is one big takeaway from all of our conversation, and of course there's there's several takeaways, but the one big takeaway is please seek out a counselor for yourself first, even if it's just to have a conversation about your struggle in your job or um, maybe how you feel physically or self-esteem, whatever it is, build that relationship with a counselor. That way you're doing the dating first. And when you find that right fit, then you can introduce your counselor to your family because you've already done kind of the groundwork, right? Okay. So let's go to signs to look out for. 
it's essential to be aware of potential signs of teen depression, such as changes in behavior, withdrawal from social activities, or expression of hopelessness. If you notice these signs, please don't hesitate to reach out and offer your support. Okay. Again, the more we have this as a common practice in our home, the easier it will be should something arise or should you have any red flags. Encourage open and non-judgmental communication with your teenager. Let them know that you're there to listen and that their feelings are valid. Okay. So let's wrap this up. My friend, I want to emphasize that Depression screening in teenagers is a critical step in ensuring their mental well-being. By recognizing the signs, initiating conversations, and utilizing professional resources, you can help your teen get the support that they need. Know that if there is any change in behavior, withdrawal from social activities, or expressions of hopelessness, it might be time to offer your support and find the help you need for your teen and your family. I also have uh, an episode that I did early on in my podcast journey, and I will have that episode in our show notes. It's been one of my highest rating episodes, and it was with a child psychologist, and she has wealth of information that she shared in that episode. I'll have it in my show notes, and listen to that one. I think you could get some additional insight into this very important topic that she touches on during our our interview, during our conversation. Thank you so much, sweet friend, for joining me today on this important journey. I will have on my Instagram account a post with some of what we talked about so you can share it on your social media. If you or someone you know is struggling with depression, please seek help from a mental health professional. Remember, there is hope and recovery is possible. If you found this episode helpful, please consider sharing it with others who may benefit from this information. Together, we can make a positive difference in the lives of teenagers. If you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to cover in future episodes, please reach out to me through my website, which is collegecareerready.org, or feel free to send me an email to info at collegecareerready.org. Until next week, my friends, stay well, be present, and enjoy the journey with your teenager. I'll talk to you soon. Hi, friend. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you share it with a friend. Share it with them right now, or even better me so I can personally thank you for helping us build our community. I'm so thankful for each and every one of you. Let's keep in touch and I'll talk to you soon. Adios.